0: Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and again, I took a little bit of break from our South Africa vacation to come back to work for just a little bit, just a day, and meet with some Artist Academy students, do some interviews, and just talk about art again. Because when I'm away vacationing, it's so much fun to not paint and Get out of the regular day to day and open my mind up to new experiences, which is then just all the ideas start to flood in about things I could do and projects I could do. But I get a little itchy if I don't talk to either other artists or create for an extended period of time. So I'm taking a day off from adventuring and I wanted to do a couple interviews for the podcast here and talk to some artists and just. Just get back to normal, (laughs) quote, normal, which is talking art and doing stuff that I love to do. So this week's episode features Louisiana-based muralist Cassie Wasson, and due to my current infatuation with all things babies because of my current pregnancy, I asked Cassie to come back on the podcast to chat about her recent adventures into motherhood. Cassie was one of my first guests on the podcast ever so over three years ago and since then i've gotten to watch her continue to grow her art business while becoming a boy mom in the recent year and those people who you know but you met maybe once or you've talked to them just maybe a couple times online or you chat with them but you keep up with them on social media and feel like you know them more than you actually do cassie is one of those for me and i can't help but just root her on through this crazy journey this chat gets very much away from painting subjects and onto baby type advice so for anyone completely uninterested in starting a family, or if you're a single guy or whatnot, this episode might not be for you. But for anyone interested in the ups and downs that come with integrating a baby into the painting life, let me know what you think about this week's episode with Cassie Wassum. I am here with Cassie. A few of you might remember her from her very early podcast episode. I think you were episode number four or four. Bye. Yeah, so we're super real- <laughs> early in there. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to invite you back on to talk about motherhood and art and business because you have just gone through the journey of adapting with being pregnant and then welcoming a baby boy and now oh, your yeah. baby boy just, just turned one year old, right? Yeah, last week. That's awesome. So I am about ready to go through that exact same thing. And I need all the tips that I can get. So (laughs) can you start out by maybe giving us just a little bit of a background and then telling us a bit about how life, how workflow was before pregnancy, during pregnancy, and then after baby? Yeah. So I've
1: had my mural business for eight years, been married eight years. So just had our first baby. It's definitely been different (laughs) being a working mom. I can't sugarcoat it for you. It's definitely a learning process. I'm a year in and I finally, I can say it out loud. I've got my groove. I feel like I'm catching on to both. Before I had Liam, I would definitely work Monday through Friday. Busy seasons, I might work seven days a week. You know how it is when it's going and it's so busy. So obviously whenever I was pregnant, I was on bed rest for six weeks. So I was actually forced to stop work for a while. So that kind of got me into the groove of, okay, I'm going to be a mom soon. I need to take time off. I used to work close to seven days a week. Now I actually work Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And I take two days off to spend with Liam. That's just depending on how you are. For me, I didn't want to be full time anymore because they're only little for so long. So I wanted to be able to separate the time of like working and just spending all my time with him. So yeah, I work three days a week, two days off with him. That's been working pretty good for me.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I have been recently feeling the slowdown of not working as much just to not stress out my body. So I feel kind of slowly into that. You've been doing murals and I remember one of my favorite stories that, and you totally surprised me was whenever you told me on the episode how you went and spontaneously did this mural work thing can you tell us that story again real quick the whenever mural... you went through all along the coast or you went down to yes
1: Florida or... okay yeah so I just posted on Facebook that I was going to be traveling down the coast so I live in Louisiana so I went to Mississippi Alabama Florida all the way down Florida to Orlando and then back up And I just posted on Facebook, I'm going to be in these areas. If you want a mural, message me. And people came out the woodworks (laughs) to get murals done. And I just went from house to house. I think the busiest day, we went to three different houses and just was knocking them out. But I met so many awesome people. I still have customers today from that trip that just feel like family because they just took me into their homes and let me paint on a whim. I'm telling you the morning of they were like, I need a hot air balloon mural. Can you come do it? And we just would go in there and they would trust me, which you know how crazy that is. So I don't think I would actually do that to send someone in my house the day of to do something. But yeah, that was really fun. That's the kind of thing that changes. Motherhood definitely wouldn't do that now. It's just a different season. One day a week, I still have like an office day. So I feel that's important, even if you're not too busy, just to set your week. So whatever is the first day that I work for the week, it's just to go in my office, schedule out the week, get my bearings for work, do any design work that I need to do. Because in the past, before having Liam, obviously you had more time to do your design work, catch up, answer phone calls. Now it needs to be a scheduled time because when the baby's around, you're just not as focused. I thought I would be able to work with him home. And it just doesn't happen. You just want all your attention to go to them. So I think that's definitely important is to set apart time for scheduling, set apart time for painting. And then your home life is your home life. You turn off your phone, spend time with the baby. That's what's been working for me.
0: Okay. So how long did it take you? So whenever he was born to get back into working even a little bit or back to the normal flow, I'm trying to look ahead and think, okay, when, how long is it going to take me? (laughs) And I know everybody's different, but I'd love to hear yours. It's definitely different. I think
1: I took three months off completely. I did not answer messages. Everyone, you feel like people won't understand because right now or before I had Liam, whenever someone would call, I was on it scheduling. I would answer messages the same day. But once people know that you've had a baby, they are very understanding. They'll wait. I've had customers wait a full year to schedule just because they've been my customers and they're very understanding. So that's something that I've had to learn. Okay, People understand that you had a baby, they need to wait. So I think three months I took off completely. And then I would start, I think maybe one day a week, doing small murals just to catch on. And the lucky thing with me is Liam stays with family. So Liam stays with my husband's sister. So that's been awesome that he's not at a set time at daycare. If I'm working late, she can keep him late. That's been very beneficial. But yeah, it took me about, I would say a good three months, maybe four, to really start wanting to work again.
0: Do you have any, I guess, organization tips or hacks of things that I could buy that can help that transition?
1: I have a home office and I saw that you had that too. So honestly, I know it might just sound stupid, but my husband would take him. And when I first started to work, I would give him to my husband and just be like, okay, I just need an hour just to go sit, just to separate it. It really takes a little while to catch your bearings and actually want to work again. I thought I would be ready to work again. But once you have that baby, it's not even on your mind, which is crazy because I know you're the same as me. You're so passionate about your work. So you think that you'd be ready to go back. But it took me time just to be like, okay, you take him. I'm going to just go sit and be in my space. So you being in your studio again, just going by yourself and just, I think that's really what's going to help you. I really didn't buy anything organizational, just spending time by myself to reset.
0: Yeah, I love that. I'm trying to think of questions to ask you. There's a lot that I just haven't experienced so far. So any kind of advice that right. you have really, or any, do you have any stories of, I do you take him on the jobs with you ever or? I did. Whenever
1: he was first born, I had a lot of jobs that were just very small and they sleep so much when they're little. So it was easier for me just to take him with me. I had one of those carriers that he just sits in the front, the little kangaroo carrier, and he would sleep while I would paint. And I enjoyed that. But I realized shortly after bringing him that the focus really wasn't as much on work when he was with me. So it took so much longer. But I wrote down a few things that just things that I would tell myself before I had Liam. I'm a very scheduled person. So I was the same way. Before I had him, I was trying to wrap my mind around it. This is how it's going to go and you realize very quickly that you just throw all that out the window because <laughs> it's so chaotic, but in the best way, you'll understand it once you have your baby. You can schedule things. You can think that it's going to go a certain way and it's just not. Some days are just a complete circus and some days are just very monotonous. So I've learned just to throw the schedule out the window, be very good with the flow and okay, this is happening, but we're good. We'll get through it. And that's another thing that gets better as time goes on. Like. So at the nine-month, 10-month mark, you like, okay, I figured this out. But before that, they changed. They change so much within each month that you really can't predict how it's going to go. And you want to, because it seems like it would make it easier, but life is just, it changes so much. But just ditch the mom guilt, ditch the guilt of expectation of, okay, I'm going to get all this done in my work week this week, and I'm going to do this with him. I just try to ditch all that because your expectations previously that you would have for for work life, it's just not the same once you have a baby. And people understand that you have a child now and expectations are different. But for myself, I had to learn to ditch the guilt of, oh my God, I'm not going to get this done this week. I'm not going to get all these mock-ups done. I'm not going to answer all these phone calls. Those kind of things, you just have to kind of brush it off. And, you know, That's good advice I would give you.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Before I had a kid or before I wanted to do this, I was, I had this thing, this thought in my head that was if I take some time off, then nobody's going to be there when I return. If I stop hustling, then did you have the same thing? Yep.
1: Absolutely. That's what I was saying. (laughs) I felt so guilty that I wasn't getting to people fast enough when I decided to go back to work. But you'll see it when you start to reach out to people again there. We understand. We're ready when you are. And they're very patient. People understand. And they know that you're a hard worker. You've shown that. I've been following you for so long, too. Like, we know that you actually will show up on a job when you say you will. And that's a big thing, too. People don't work these days. So when someone finds someone that's actually going to show up, they'll wait for you. You're just in a different season. Well, you will be in a different season than what you are now. Yeah,
0: okay, that's good to know. So you said you worked about seven days a week, almost the same. I used to work about seven days a week. And so you're yeah. working how many nowadays? Two or three? Two to three. Yeah.
1: Even my days off, one of the little blogs that I read whenever I was pregnant and I was on bed rest, I read a lot of research. on Becoming a mom and doing the work mom life mode was to integrate work and home life. So a lot of times I would think, okay, this day I'm going to work, this day I'm going to stay home, which I do. But it's more of weaving those together. Okay, when I'm home and Liam's taking a two hour nap, I'll message my client and be like, okay, I can call you at the, around this time and weave those things together to where you're not so stressed out. When he goes to bed at seven o'clock at night, I have a few hours to get drawings done or a few hours to do to catch up on office work or prep my paint in my car. It's little things like that where you just have to integrate the two and learn. It's a different flow, but. I try to take things off my list whenever I can, just to lessen the stress of doing both.
0: Yeah. Have you had him paint yet?
1: (sighs) I have. Yeah. We paint all the time. I love it. Whenever he was little, he was probably three or four months old because I don't think I was at work yet. I would put a piece of paper in a Ziploc bag and squirt paint on the paper and seal the Ziploc bag off and duct tape it to his high chair and just let him squish the paint. I have so many of his masterpieces (laughs) like that. So it's not so messy and they don't eat it because even now he's one and he wants to eat everything. So paint really (laughs) doesn't, paint doesn't add up to that. But yeah, he definitely has done some artwork.
0: I love that. I love the little outfits that you have him in too. Where do you get those?
1: (laughs) So a lot of it's from Old Navy, Marshalls, Target. You got to get lucky with those things because a lot of things have the graphics and it's very hard to find neutral Cute boy clothes, but Old Navy's my top spot, and I've never shopped there before having a boy. But people have told me they have the cutest little. He looks like little man clothes. That's what I call it.
0: <laughs> yes, that's exactly because so they. There's a bunch of little cute girl stuff with frillies and everywhere, but with the boys, I was, yeah. <laughs> okay, it's harder Old to Navy. find. Yeah, awesome. Okay, do you have any funny stories or anything that has happened in the past? Oh, year gosh. that maybe oh, it's slightly to related think. to painting. <laughs>
1: yeah, It's not really a funny story, but this one, this is the lesson that I learned with go with the flow. So Caleb and I were on a skiing trip and Liam was with his sister for a whole week. So we got home and obviously I had a full week of work scheduled from taking a week off. I think I had, that was my first five day murals where I was going to get Liam, bring him to daycare. And then I was hitting it hard at work. So the daycare, his sister calls and says that he's sick, that he was running a high fever. This has never happened before. And of course, my first day home and at work. So, okay, what do I do? Do I call the doctor now? I didn't know. This was new territory. So I call the doctor. They get him in. And he had COVID of all things. I hadn't seen him. He definitely didn't catch it for me because I was home for eight hours before this. No one else had COVID. No one else in their house had COVID. It was just him. So I had weeks of workbooks with 10 days quarantine now. So that was very stressful on like, oh crap, I've been around him. I've been around other people. Like the COVID thing is just so stressful. So I really had to learn how to navigate. Like, it's okay. You'll get to them when you get to them. They'll understand. And they did. But that was definitely my first getting thrown under the bus with, okay, you're going to learn how to handle mom life and work life. Because I'm not used to someone else being sick and me having to take time off to like navigate that. I've never scheduled time off with being sick. I can't remember the last time I was sick and didn't show up to a job. It's not a funny story, but it's definitely something that I had to learn that you'll be taking a lot of time off from colds and all that good stuff with babies. They're always sick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, always sick and spontaneous and so fun. I can't wait. Also, you so you took a week off to go skiing and we have a trip planned. We travel a bunch too. And we have a yeah. trip planned when he's about 10 months old. And I'm, am I going to be ready to leave him? Is it time for, it to be a good time for a break? I don't know. So how was that?
1: Oh, I think you'll be ready. I think I left him with my parents the first time at four months old, just for an overnight And it was so nice. I love Liam. He is my entire world. But to be able to go to a hotel and sleep in and eat breakfast and have coffee without having to think about taking care of someone else was so nice. And so we did that. We would take weekend getaway trips just for night, probably once a month. And it's important for you and your husband too, because you forget about that a lot when you have a baby. Everything's about the baby and that's important, but it's so different just to get away with him and just talk and not talk about the baby. We tried to not, not discuss the babies being taken care of, but we did that until I think he was seven or eight months when we went skiing and I left him for the week. And it was hard the first I would say the first two days, I was constantly FaceTiming and calling to check on him. But after that, obviously, when you leave him with someone that you trust, he's being taken care of, you can enjoy your time. And after that, after you do the first trip, it's so easy just to get away and leave him. I don't know. I think it's it depends on who you leave him with. <laughs> but he stays with Caleb's sister constantly almost every day that I work. So leaving him just feels natural now to... He gets to spend time with them and I think he enjoys it too. It's a different pace for him too to go visit family. I think you'll like it. You're like me. We travel a lot too. So I think you're going to enjoy it. Okay, good to know. (laughs) That makes me feel better. I haven't taken him on a trip yet either. I see people flying with their kids and planning it out, but that seems more stressful to me than leaving him I don't know how I would do with hacking everything and I don't know I want to do it I plan to do it but I haven't done it yet
0: yeah I was thinking if he if I knew that he could remember it but at 10 months there's no gonna be he's not gonna enjoy it to the full effect maybe when he's like three sure (laughs) exactly
1: Uh, we already have a ski suit for him someone bought us for when he I think it's a size three or four and I'm yeah that's probably the youngest that I would bring him but I checked the ski resort and they actually start teaching ski lessons and snowboarding lessons at three. And they're so cute. They look like little ducklings going down the slope. It's adorable.
0: Those kids are
1: fearless too. Yeah. I've seen some
0: of them of all different ages and they're going faster than me. Yep. Same. So I
1: definitely want to do that with them, but it'll be a few years. They're not going to remember it. It's more for you, but I think it's more stressful than anything. We need our time apart to reset
0: Yeah, because the big thing about why I held off having kids was no, I like our lifestyle of freedom and travel and all of that. So I'm trying to figure a good way to integrate and when's a good time to leave and take and I'm sure we'll figure it out. But it's still nice talking to someone else is doing it.
1: Yeah. And look, we did the same thing. We waited eight years because we love to travel. We didn't even know if we would want kids. And we always said, we have kids, we want one and we're going to do things with them and we're just going to figure it out. And a lot of people, a lot of people talk negatively. Like, oh, you're never going to leave the house. You're never going to do those things again. And it's just a mindset. If you get it in your mind, I'm going to do it. You're going to do it and it's going to be fine. They learn to adapt to your lifestyle. They watch what you do. So if you stay home all the time and you don't go out with them, that's what they're going to get used to. So when you do try to go out, they're going to be like culture shock. But I brought him everywhere with me. The first three months home, we would just go to the park. We'd leave the house just to get out and do things. And now he's cool. He's my little buddy. We go everywhere together. My day's off. We just take off and go. And I've taken him on little trips out of town. And he's done great with that. So I think it's more of a mindset of you. You have it in your mind that you're going to do those things. He's going to be fine. He doesn't worry about that
0: good to know okay good yeah. yeah i have this little i'm not sure how i'll be when it pops out i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna be no don't touch it i'm just gonna stay in because it's gonna be winter i'm having in november so i might just stay in for a couple months and then once it starts to get warmer go and explore with them but yeah that's good to know though i didn't yeah i wouldn't even think about the less you bring them out less they're going to get used to it. Yeah. I have
1: friends that they stay home a lot and they would tell me, how is he so calm to go to town and just go run errands all day? And I feel like it's just because I, I just did it. He's so used to it. He doesn't know any different, but we stayed home a lot too. He was born premature. He, was, he came six weeks early. So we stayed home for a good while without people coming by just with COVID and everything else. It was dangerous at that point to get him sick. But it didn't take long. I think a few weeks before, okay, we started going to our parents' houses and places that weren't so public. But yeah, if you take them out, I think that's really the key to getting them used to that lifestyle. And they enjoy it after that. If we stay home for more than a few days, he goes stir crazy now because he's so used to being on the go that he doesn't like to stay home.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I'm thinking yeah. about. I remember back in miles to my childhood, my mom used to keep me home a lot, and we used to just do stuff, and it made me very antisocial growing up. To the yep. point now, I'm more out of it, but I like to explore now. But yeah, it definitely makes sense. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. I, I was the same way. I stayed home a lot, and even big crowds would freak me out. After working with people, that definitely taught me to get more out of my comfort zone. But I want him to be more comfortable around people and just crowds and parties and just birthday parties. I try to take him to everything that we get invited to just to get him used to that. And now I see it's developing that in him, that he's super confident around other kids and he loves to be. I'm probably going to put him in school next year at two because he just loves being around other people so I think he's actually going to develop more being around a big crowd of kids than just being by himself
0: true true okay do you have any art or anything that how it's changed your business for the good or for just anything related to art (laughs) so we can get it back
1: Honestly, the good thing about it is I can honestly say that I have not slowed down. Right now, I'm booked until next year. And so I thought working three days a week would be... And it's really two days a week because my first day is an office day. So painting two days a week really hasn't slowed things down. And I think that's more of I hustled for eight years to make a career that people can trust and know that I'm going to show up and get it done. So now I still have those clients coming back and waiting the time. I thought that mom life would slow down my career and I was hoping that it wouldn't because I love to work. I don't have to work. I really don't. I could stay home all the time, but I just love what I do. Yeah, it hasn't slowed down. I'm booked until February or March of next year, which is a lot. Normally I'm not booked out that far consistently, but it really hasn't changed that. It's just, I don't know. I think, and I actually think I enjoy it more whenever I get out the house because I have my days off with him to spend time with him. And then when he goes to, to daycare, I have my time to get into the groove and we enjoy what we do. So it's it doesn't feel like work. But right now I actually have a window contract. This is my third contract with this company. So it's our downtown area. The city hired me to paint windows for Mardi Gras. So we have I don't know if you know what Mardi Gras is. I think it's only a Louisiana
0: thing. Oh, no. I know what Mardi Gras is. I've been one time. (laughs) Okay, awesome.
1: So I did the windows for Mardi Gras. And now we're doing just things themed to Louisiana on, I think we have 89 windows. So I'm painting that now. And then once that's done, it's going to stay up till October. And we're scraping them off again and doing Christmas So that's been, I would not think this time in my life I would have that kind of work, but that's been keeping me super busy.
0: That's amazing. And I think we have just a very similar dynamic in that we've built the career, which definitely helps. And just hearing you talk about that you're booked out helps my mind, even though I know my logical side is, no, it'll probably be fine. Just hearing that someone else is doing it, that you're doing it and that you're fine, it makes me calm down. Thanks for being so open about that.
1: Yeah, And look, us moms have to stick together. So if you ever have a question or need anything, I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. So don't let me fake you out. I'm still learning, but we have very similar jobs and we're both going to have boys. So if I can help you in any way, just text me, call me, anything I can do to help.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I will. It's nice to talk to a fellow muralist too. And yeah, and window painter. I have a question. When you were pregnant, when did you, so you had to stop working. At for a six-week mark, right? Like when you were how far along? Did Um. you? So I'm wondering how big I'm going to get to where, okay, I can't get on ladders anymore. When did that hit you?
1: My doctor told me that I can work until the end. I let him know what I was doing, what kind of pain I was using and all that. And he's like, look, you're good to go. But I really did. I don't know if it's because it was my first baby. I didn't get huge and pregnant, which I had him early. So I don't know if I would have gotten to that point where I was completely miserable, but I was pretty comfortable. And you probably will be the same way because our job is very active. So we're used to moving around a lot. And so being pregnant, my body was used to that. So I worked until they told me I couldn't work anymore. And I don't know if I overdid it. I probably didn't because I stay on my feet all day. But I think I stopped working at 30 weeks. 30 weeks, 29 weeks is whenever they told me that I had to go on bed rest. And I just went into preterm labor. So that was crazy. But until that point, I was doing everything I was doing before. I didn't slow down at all.
0: Also, yeah, know I'm four and a half months right now. So they... We- 18 weeks. And so far, so great. It's been so great. So I can imagine how stressful that would be just to go into preterm labor and have all what's helped calm you down because there was I'm pretty chill right now. But I remember in the beginning, I was I hope nothing happens. And then towards the end, what if those feelings come back? How what's something that's helped you calm down a bit?
1: Yeah, I was like that too. So before I had Liam, I had a miscarriage of triplets at eight weeks. I was very early when I had the miscarriage, but that was a very rough time. So obviously getting pregnant again, the anxiety was through the roof. I really just had to tell myself, like if it's meant to be, it's going to happen. And I know that probably sounds cliche, but you try to control so many things in life. And after going through that, you realize if something's going to happen, it's going to happen. But... The farther I got along, after 10 weeks, my doctor reassured me a lot. Look, at this point, you're pretty good to go. Things don't happen much after that. The baby's developing. Everything's good. Honestly, I asked a lot of questions at the doctor and constantly went in to get the ultrasounds and get checked just because I was so paranoid about stuff. But going on bed rest, I had to take a lot of time just by myself. So just listening to calm music, watching some of my favorite movies, i wanted to try things i've never tried before so my husband actually he's a godsend when we got out the hospital and i was put on bed rest before i had liam i had to go to the hospital and then they put me on bed rest he's we're going to hobby lobby and you're going to get some crafts and you're going to try new things so he put me in a wheelchair and wheeled me around that store until we found something that i could do from home so we found an embroidery kit we bought every color yarn there was I felt like an old grandma in my bed, embroidering sweaters and trying to do all the things, but like, it was just something different. And I felt that calm me down, just trying something new, taking the time off, because I really didn't before that. I was working seven days a week, so I was forced to shut down. But that really helped me just get ready for motherhood, too. I had time to prepare and get my mindset.
0: I love that you have such a supportive partner too. I think it does make all the difference. Oh like, God, yeah. My husband's just yours. He's so great. And he's so full of energy too. And I bet that made you feel so comforted having like, welcoming another human in the, knowing that you're going to have an equal partner too. Yeah. Yeah. My husband, he's a little bit older than me. So he's really been begging for a kid for a while. And right. he's <laughs> like, I'll stay up with you. Like, okay, we're in this together. And so, yeah.
1: <laughs> Literally yeah. the first, I think it was two weeks. The Owlet monitor didn't fit Liam's foot because he was preemie. So they let us keep him home. But they were like, our advice would be to stay up with him. Y'all take turns sleeping and stay up with him because the Owlet didn't fit and he's preemie. So things can happen when they're that little. He was four pounds. So Caleb and I would sleep three hours at a time. So I would stay up with Liam and just stare at him (laughs) for three hours pump, do all the things. And then Caleb would wake up and take him and we were delirious past the point of delirious. It's but having a good partner made it really fun. Even in those really tough times, we would laugh and laugh at the things that would happen. And it's very important to have someone that's supportive. I don't know how I would do it if he wasn't if he wasn't involved.
0: Yeah, so true. Oh my gosh! I'm so happy for you. You seem to be doing oh, very well. thank you. I love following your journey, and I'm glad that we connected so far back then, <laughs> and yeah. can connect now. I feel I know you a bit more having already interviewed you. And if anybody wants to go back and listen to your previous episode, I highly recommend it. I'll put the exact link in the notes. But yeah, thank you so much for talking with to oh, me, and anytime. I just. Yeah, I'm
1: so excited for you.
0: (laughs) Thanks, I'm sure I'll be reaching out to you again with a question or something in the future. But yeah, I'll just be following along with your journey and yeah, have have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Good luck to you. Have a good vacation. Thanks, bye. (laughs) All right, bye. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy Podcast. And if you like hearing interviews just like this in your ear, if they inspire you, then I want to encourage you to go download the Audible version of my new book, Mural Money. It's a condensed version of basically all of the best of the best tips given here on the podcast from guests, plus my own words of wisdom to help you get started in any art industry plus stories of some hard lessons learned that I have never told before. You can pick up a copy at muralmoney.com. And again, I highly recommend the Audible version. I put a lot of tender love and care to make sure the Audible was extra special. It had some extra goodness in there. And it's really for any artist, but especially those wanting to make a profit from a paintbrush. Muralmoney.com. That's it. I'll see you next week.